I'm Tisha Bader and in the news, International Holocaust Remembrance Day, designated by the United Nations General Assembly back in 2005 to be held every year on January the 27th, which is the anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau. On this day, the UN urges every member state to honor the victims of the Holocaust and to develop educational programs to help prevent such an atrocity from ever happening again. Well, one of the central and leading institutions in the world that is committed and devoted to Holocaust education and Holocaust remembrance every single day is Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Center in Jerusalem. And we are fortunate enough to have the chairman of Yad Vashem, Dani Dayan, joining us now from Yad Vashem in Jerusalem on JBS. Dani, thank you so much. Thank you, Tisha, for having me. It's always great to be back in JBS. Yes, thank you. And, and many of you may be familiar with Donnie. He was the Consul General to New York from Israel for many years. We've had him on JBS in that regard. And now that you're chairman of Yad Vashem, uh, just from this past August, such an honor. Mazal tov, first of all. And thank you. Before we talk about the, the critical work Yad Vashem does, can you just talk a little bit about this new role that you have and how it has impacted you on, on a personal level? You know, Tisha, when uh, I was a consul general to New York, I had the great, the great privilege to represent the Jewish state to the largest Jewish community in the world. Some would say to the capital of the world, New York, although I think the capital of the world is obviously Jerusalem. Uh, but uh, I wasn't sure I will I be able to find upon my return to Israel a mission of the same caliber. Um, there are really not many um, missions that can compare to that one, but no doubt uh, chairing Yad Vashem, uh, leading Yad Vashem is one of the few that uh, really give me a sense of uh, mission, a, a sense of service. It's a demanding position, not only in the um, long hours that uh, I work, but uh, not if I, 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 I was never scared about that. But it also, you know, is demanding uh, uh, on, a, on, a, on an emotional uh, um, level, but uh, I believe that is uh, vital for the uh, Jewish people. I couldn't imagine really a more, uh, um, uh, not, not only exciting, but a, a more significant uh, mission. Well, I, I was thinking about that, Danny, because I was thinking about how you must come into work every day. And, you know, for those of us who have visited Yad Vashem, it's very powerful. It's, it's, it's really heavy. It is a heavy, powerful, um, very sobering experience. And I'm just thinking how you walk into that environment every day and do the work that you do. Well, you know, I, I am a person that always has been very conscious of uh, Jewish history. In some sense, I live Jewish history. Um, and uh, for me, uh, I understand very well that, uh, uh, you know, Judaism in many senses is about remembering. Uh, oh, most of our festivals, uh, most of our Chagim, whether it is Pesach, whether it's Hanukkah or Tisha uh, B'Av on a different level, are about remembering historical events. So I don't believe there is Jewish continuity without remembering, for sure. 
we have a, 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 an obligation to remember the six million of our brethren that were massacred in the Holocaust, but not, also, not only us, we have also an obligation to make the world remember them. And that gives me the, the power, the stamina uh, to do that. Uh, uh, really the sense of uh, responsibility, of historical responsibility, something that becomes even uh, uh, more important now that the, unfortunately the number of survivors for natural reasons is dwindling, um, our work becomes on one hand more challenging, but on the other hand, more vital. And I wanna talk about some of the educational programs that you have at Yad Vashem in a moment. But one thing I really think Yad Vashem does so incredibly well, and it really is difficult, is to convey the magnitude of the atrocity of the Shoah, of the Holocaust, and at the same time, make it a very personal, tangible experience for people. Because you can walk in and be just overwhelmed by that number, six million, and just think, well, I can't, I can't relate to this, it's too much. But at Yad Vashem, there are so many resources that allow for people to connect to each person. And the name Yad Vashem, means a place and a name, right? Yad Vashem, and giving each person a name and each person, that's, each victim and each visitor a chance to connect. How, that's correct, how, Isha. how do you do that? That's correct, Isha. You know, uh, I uh, uh, always uh, quote uh, uh, the phrase that uh, um, the Holocaust is not uh, murder, uh, one murder, one assassination of six million people is six million assassinations of one person each. Mm. And uh, I hope, I, I, I think about, you know, this young British girl, let's say in Bialystok in Poland that was cramped with her family into their shul and set a fire. I am sure, I am convinced that in her last moments, she expected us, the Jewish people, to know her name, her face, her, who her parents were, who, who was their aspirations in life. Uh, and uh, we do exactly that. We are obsessive, and I'm not ashamed of the words obsessive in this context. We are obsessed in, in our Hall of Names to collect uh, uh, individual names of the uh, Jews that were murdered in the Shoah. Uh, we succeeded with amazing uh, uh, adventures to, to gather to this point 4.8 million names we are uh, still, uh, we ho I hope we are continuing to do it. Uh, we have obviously the pages of testimony that people of all the world have uh, uh, registered in Yad Vashem. And uh, you know, Tisha, in Auschwitz, uh, we have the Israeli uh, block, Israeli pavilion in Auschwitz that Yad Vashem is, is responsible of. And we have there a, a huge, huge, uh, book of names in which you can uh, uh, really see and touch uh, the name of uh, your, your family that perished. I intend to replicate it, to put uh, another one in Jerusalem. Um, uh, it doesn't make sense that we have it in Auschwitz, but not in Jerusalem. And another one that will travel the world. So uh, persons, Jews and non-Jews all over the world, in New York, in Moscow, in Buenos Aires, will be able to feel that uh, sensation that is, believe me, unique. That, that's incredible. And I'll just tell you uh, quickly that um, the last time I was at Yad Vashem, I put in 
the name of my great-grandmother, who I'm named after, and a page of testimony came up. I wasn't expecting it to be there. My One of her sons who survived the Holocaust filled it out, and seeing that in black and white was so powerful. Yeah, may I uh, use uh, your service, Tisha, in order to call uh, upon every person in, uh, in your audience that uh, is a descendant of survivors or know, uh, or know and, and has names of their family that perished during the Holocaust to register the names in Yad Vashem. Also names of survivors are important. Absolutely. So you speak about remembering and educating especially our youth, next generation, making sure that, especially, as you said, with dwindling numbers of Holocaust survivors who are dying at of old age of natural causes, this has become more and more urgent. Can you talk about, I know you've just launched a, a, a new initiative, a Leadership Academy, and you have many other programs. Tell us about that. Indeed, we opened, we just inaugurated the Miriam and Sheldon Edelson Educational Leadership Academy in our School of Education, Rogost Education in Yad Vashem. We invest huge efforts in educating youngsters, but not only youngsters, also influencers. My focus now in the next, in the coming years will be to educate diplomats and politicians. Uh, all over the world on Holocaust uh, uh, facts, first of all, and the legacy, the significance. Um, I see the uh, uh, rising anti-Semitism in the world, and I think uh, uh, that is uh, uh, knowing about, understanding the Holocaust is in some sense an antidote uh, to, to current uh, anti-Semitism. Um, we have, you know, uh, even when I was a consul general in New York, uh, and I refrained uh, uh, from participating in uh, uh, lobbying for domestic legislation, which a foreign diplomat is not uh, supposed to do. Um, I made an exception when Representative Caroline Maloney presented the Never Again Bill fostering a, a, a Shoah education. I stood uh, with her in the podium uh, uh, in a press conference calling on uh, Congress to legislate. Now uh, we will try to use that same um, never again bill in order to enhance uh, uh, at all levels uh, uh, Holocaust education all over the United States and beyond. That's wonderful. And what do you see from, from young people? What, what kind of results and impact do you see when young people, students in Israel, for example, um, receive this education and around the world as far as helping to educate them and also making them more aware of hate in general and how to fight hate uh, in the world and racism for that matter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, uh, Israelis, uh, uh, even youngsters, uh, are aware of the Shoah, obviously. We have uh, in Yom HaShoah, the country comes to a standstill. Um, we have uh, uh, many projects in school and uh, in informal education um, um, level that uh, um, extracurricular education that uh, make aware of the Holocaust, even though if they would expect a, a, a deeper knowledge. But in the world, the outside of Israel is a completely different uh, story. 
uh, the level of ignorance in which which we see all over the world is uh, staggering. Uh, uh, people cannot name even the one extermination or concentration camp, uh, etc. So there is a lot of work that we have to do, and we do. We do in our International School of Holocaust Education. We reach out to five continents. Um, and uh, not long ago, I was in New York in November. I had the opportunity to meet the, the Secretary General of the UN, Antonio Guterres, and uh, I uh, suggested him to start to launch a program of educating uh, the staff of the United Nations as agencies on, on the Holocaust uh, significance. He agreed and you are working on that. And uh, the fact that uh, uh, I believe that uh, in a few days, the, the General Assembly would adopt a resolution uh, uh, fostering uh, Holocaust remembrance and condemning Holocaust denial, I think it uh, will be a boost uh, for our efforts that I started uh, uh, in, in Turtle Bay in, in November. No, that's wonderful. And I actually just read also that you're partnering with the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York to make the pages of testimony to, to widen the access. How is that going to work? Well, yes, we have the, uh, signed uh, uh, an agreement with Jewish Gen, which is part of the uh, uh, Museum of Jewish Heritage. I visited the museum uh, uh, when I was in New York. Um, we partnered with them. I also visited the Holocaust Museum in Washington, and we are going to strengthen our partnership. Um, I believe that in the coming years, under my uh, leadership, uh, uh, Yad Vashem will be much more decentralized, will be uh, uh, in order to feel and understand the, the, the Shoah, the Holocaust, you will not have to come to Yerushalayim, although we would love to host uh, everyone in Yerushalayim, uh, but we will reach them uh, uh, in the places uh, uh, they are, they reside all over the world. That's really so, so important. And Dani, I know almost every dignitary that comes to Israel, that visits Israel, be it an ambassador, or a president, prime minister, celebrities for that matter, Yad Vashem is one of the places they come. They come to the, the Western Wall, the Kotel in Jerusalem, and they come to Yad Vashem. Definitely. What is that experience like for you to sort of see them seeing all of this for the first time? And how do you feel it impacts them in general? You know, Tisha, it's not only about the first time. I, my, the first dignitary I hosted was the then uh, Chancellor of Germany, uh, Angela Merkel. It was her sixth visit to Yad Vashem. And you still could see uh, without any doubt how moved, how touched she was. At the end, she asked for 15 minutes to be alone, completely mm -hmm. alone in the museum, uh, even without the security detail to, to reflect in what she uh, uh, experienced. And when she came out there, I, uh, I saw uh, very clearly how, how sh 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 moved she was. Um, uh, so even uh, uh, visitors that come many times to me to Yad Vashem cannot fail to to feel that. You know, I tell all the dignitaries after they leave the museum and the, the different exhibitions, I tell them that there are many uh, lessons that uh, one can learn from the Holocaust, from the Shoah. Um, my lessons are mainly two, or our lessons in Yad Vashem are mainly two. And one is the, 
the vital importance of the existence of a Jewish independent, robust, secure state in the land of our ancestors. I remind men, them of the ship, the St. Louis, that wandered from dock to dock, from port to port in America and the Caribbeans in Latin America, and was refused uh, entry. Uh, and the refugees from Germany and Austria and other places had to return to Europe to be massacred there. Uh, the existence of Israel is the guarantee that uh, uh, there will be no other St. Louis wondering that the safe heaven for Jews will always exist. And the second is, that uh, uh, never underestimate anti-Semitism. We have the experience that our, the world in the 30s of the previous century uh, lacked. And that is that we know that anti-Semitism, even when it is small, can grow to monstrous uh, uh, dimensions. Therefore, it has to be confronted forcibly, immediately, and with determination. That is my message to the leaders of the world. So with International Holocaust Remembrance Day coming up, and, and this date was set by the UN, specifically at the United Nations, how would you like to see this day commemorated? What would you be your ideal vision for this? Well, you know, um, uh, first of all, uh, I am glad that it is being commemorated. Uh, uh, 20 years ago, that was not the case. Uh, the, the year after year would go by and uh, 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 no commemoration, no official day of commemoration of the Holocaust existed. So the fact that today there is an International Holocaust Remembrance Day is remarkable and it is very important. Um, uh, um, and there are different ways to, to uh, uh, mark the, the, the date. Uh, one thing that uh, I see is there, and that is regrettable. On one hand, the good news is that, uh, you know, Tisha, um, Holocaust denial as such isn't marginal. Uh, in the social media, obviously exists because every lunatic uh, phenomena uh, appears in the social media, but no serious person, maybe except for Iranians or other, uh, uh, will not deny that guest chambers existed and since million Jews were um, uh, massacred. What we see and we are worried about are two different things, this distortion of the Holocaust. A nation saying, uh, of course, six million Jews were murdered, but my people, my, uh, the citizens of my country were all of them righteous among the nations. Well, wrong. This in every country, the, 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 the Nazi Germany, Germans had collaborators. And the other thing that we see, unfortunately, these days, the rampant is trivialization of the Holocaust with comparisons of uh, uh, COVID uh, uh, passes uh, uh, to, to yellow stars, etc. And the most uh, horrendous form of both uh, trivialization and distortion is those anti-Semites that compare Israel to uh, uh, Nazi Germany, which is uh, totally outrageous. So we have a lot of work to do still, and uh, we'll, we, we are determined to succeed. So definitely many challenges, and, and you brought up the you know, COVID connection using images from the Holocaust. How, how specifically to that, what, how do you answer that? How do you address that phenomenon of people using these images in, in, in this way, so inappropriate to say the least. 
on the, on the short term, we have to condemn it forcibly, to call others, influencers to condemn it. We do it. And on the mid and long term, education, education, and education. Have you ever had to have a conversation with someone who, who was a Holocaust denier or, or who's had Who's, who's trivialized the Holocaust in this way, as you said? Have you ever well, had like- you know, uh, not personally, but uh, we see that uh, uh, happening, uh, mostly outside of Israel, although there were even uh, uh, brief events even in Israel. Um, the key here is uh, to make uh, uh, those that make those uh, 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 comparisons to, to, to make them feel uh, uncomfortable and uh, uh, exclude them from, from, from serious circles of debate. So what, you, you mentioned the things that are important to you for Yad Vashem and how you see leading Yad Vashem into the future. In an ideal world, what do you see Yad Vashem being for Israel and, and really for the world? Well, you know, um, I think that Yad Vashem, uh, uh, Yad Vashem obviously is, is is a tool. It's a tool to, to, to strengthen and, and, and uh, Holocaust uh, uh, remembrance. Uh, it has. It is in many levels. Uh, uh, one level is to very present these days, very relevant these days. As I said, is to combat anti-Semitism. I think whoever sees uh, what uh, terrible damage anti-Semitism caused, not only uh, to the Jewish people but to the entire world, uh, Germany created devastation. Uh, all over the world uh, because of their anti-Semitic uh, uh, lunacy and, 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 and uh, designs. Um, I hope that uh, that can help uh, uh, combat anti-Semitism all over the world. The second thing is, uh, you know, um, probably it's sad to say, it, but in a, in a time in which, in a period in which there are divisions, uh, between uh, uh, Jews, uh, um, in between Israeli Jews and diaspora Jews, and even uh, inside uh, those each section, each sector, um, divisions caused by politics and even by religion. Um, I think that uh, uh, Holocaust remembrance and the legacy of the Shoah can be a unifying factor for the Jewish people, and uh, it can enhance uh, a, a, a Jewish uh, sentiment. Uh, uh, and in that sense, uh, from the depths of the catastrophe that occurred to our people, uh, help us uh, to foster Judaism and the continuity of the Jewish people. That's a lovely sentiment. And uh, I, I definitely uh, hope that that Proves to be and true. If you allow me, Teisha, I would also like to see uh, the remembrance and the legacies of the Holocaust, the relevance of the Holocaust at the forefront of the diplomatic international agenda. I think that, uh, uh, with all due respect to the Holocaust International Remembrance Day, I think that uh, 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 it has to be remembered every single day uh, when we see genocidal regimes calling. Uh, fanatic fundamentalist regimes calling for the annihilation of Israel and other things. Um, the legacy of the Holocaust should be present uh, 365 days on the international agenda and not only in the uh, uh, 
January 27th. That's our mission. Well, thank you so much, Donnie. Um, and I also want to have people go to your website because there are so many resources. If people are looking for a meaningful way to mark International Holocaust Remembrance Day, Yad Vashem has resources uh, on the website. And as Donnie mentioned, if you are a survivor, if you know of a Holocaust survivor and you can fill out a page of testimony to add to the millions of pages that are already at Yad Vashem, it is, it is significant. Indeed. And, uh, you know, we need uh, every single Jew to, every single decent person to feel a partner of Yad Vashem to help us fulfill our mission. You know, Tisha, in, in Pesach, we say in the Agadah uh, of Passover, uh, in every generation has a person to see himself or herself as if he or she were liberated from Egypt. I believe that uh, now in uh, every generation has a person to see himself or herself as he or she were personally liberated from Auschwitz uh, and feel, uh, identify with the victims, with the survivors and convey the legacy. Um, we uh, uh, are now the witnesses um, we will become the witnesses. The documents that we gather will become the witnesses. The educators will become the witnesses. And uh, I, I, I think I can, I don't use this word lightly. I think that Yad Vashem fulfills a sacred mission. I would agree with you there. And I, and I thank you for the work that you and your incredible team does every single day to keep this institution. It is a living memorial to the Holocaust. It is remembrance, it is education. And uh, I truly appreciate, we all appreciate the work that you do, Donnie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tisha, for having me. Shalom. My pleasure. Shalom, shalom. Donnie Dayan, chairman of Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Center in Jerusalem. We thank him so much for taking the time with us here today on JBS. And as always, many thanks to our director, Sloan Copeland, managing director, Dara Golub, technical manager, Michael Paley, our transmission manager, John McDevitt, and producer, Carol Lilienthal. And thank you for joining us here on JBS for In the News. I'm Tisha Bader. Be well.